What is up, guys? Welcome to Podcast 419, a podcast that is all about helping you to make and send disciples who love and live like Jesus. In order to do that, we're having conversations about what does it look like to do life together as we have the conversations that need to be had. And while we're making disciples, we have to remember there's no conversation too big, no topic off the table. So let's jump into this week's episode. Here we go. All right. Well, what is up, everyone? Welcome to Podcast 419. And here's the thing. Tell me the thing. The thing is this, Tell me. Josh. I want to know. Do you want to know? I do. What if I invited you over to tell you? Hmm. What if I asked you to be a part of my community wow. to tell you? It would be very formal. It would be a very formal way to go about that. Really? Yeah, I think so. How, why would it be formal? I don't know. It just seems very formal. I'm not wearing a tux. I remember in fifth grade, I asked a kid if he would be my friend, and uh, he laughed at me. <laughs> There's a country Sharing song about heard. that. <laughs> There's a country song about that. Apparently, don't you're not supposed to just say it. Don't me. Don't call me names. Do you know it. See? You know that country song. I do. I do. I lived it. You lived it? It was about me. Did he say no? Did he literally No, no, no. We were friends. He just laughed at me because apparently you're not supposed to say it. You just know it, but I didn't know it, so I said it. Oh. Now you know. That's true. I remember two people that I thought were my friends one time. They Yeah, this might I you know what? This might get too dark. I don't want to go <laughs> I don't want to go that sad that early. That's fair. But yeah, That's fair. Was, you don't want to go out guns blazing. You gotta no, like, we gotta ease sad. them into That's it. Right. That's right. Yeah. But I don't feel like it's formal, but that's what we're talking about today. So we're talking about, like, community. Yeah, pressing in. Yeah. So here's the thing. Tell me the thing. I'm still waiting. It can be overwhelming. It's like, a lot. It, it can be overwhelming. It can be awkward. It can be off-putting. Hmm. It can be... Um, it can be like having a puppy for the very first time and you don't know what to do with all the energy. Hmm. You're just like, man, I really... Like, I love this, but don't squeeze the puppy too hard. Right? Sure. That's fair. That's not Reasonable. good. It's not good for the puppy, not good for you. That's right. So community, and I'm not talking about the show. That's funny. It, it, I don't know. I don't know. I've never watched it. Just kidding. Definitely say that. Non-sponsor. Non-sponsor. But when we're talking about community and we're talking about this, it's all in the context of relationship. Mm. And honestly, I feel like community is a huge goal, uh, especially in relationship. And it's a huge goal when we're talking about discipleship. Yeah. And so as we dive in, as we're looking to get into community, what we want to talk through today is just, hey, here's here's some of the benefits. Here's what this looks like. Uh, and here's the value in it. Sure. And then also pass the value. Like, here's some of the real challenges that you're going to face as you enter into community. Sure. Uh, but don't let that be a discouragement. Don't let that be something that... Um, keeps you from engaging in what God is calling us ultimately all to, yeah. right? Yeah, I think that's so important. It's really important for us to know, okay, so what do we mean when we're saying community as well? Because um, there are a lot of definitions out there for a lot of things, Oh yeah. right? And so we're talking about a biblically, biblically-centered community. Uh, we're not talking about your baseball team, even though you might have a lot of friends on there. We're not talking about your, your fifth-grade class. We're, we're talking about a, uh, a hub, like a community that we can go back to. Um, at, in Scripture, we talk about community bears each other up. I think about uh, the story of the paralytic who was like, he couldn't walk because he was paralyzed. 
and his friends, it said four friends on each corner of a mat, carried him to the feet of Jesus uh, to be healed. And not only was he healed, but they were all um, they were all forgiven for their sins in that moment, uh, which is just this incredible testament of what community is meant to do. But again, a community is meant to drive people and your community towards following Jesus. Uh, that's what biblical community should be founded in. Because we can find community anywhere. Sure. It's just we need to find it uh, in a way that's going to lead us closer to the king. Yes. Uh, and that's the challenge. Because so often it's like, hey, I, I get my community um, from from sport, my sports team or from my my friends or, or whatever. And it's like, hey, th- that could be good. But if it's not driving towards that same goal, that community is is not going to lead you where you need to be led. Uh, and I need a community that is going to be like that Acts 2, Acts 4 community where like when there was a need, <laughs> they would meet that need. Sure. Um, and it, which is pretty cool because I've seen, uh, and not, maybe not as extreme as, as it was ex- exemplified in Acts 2, uh, but I've seen our small group do that in some really neat ways, not just for, for me and my bride, but also um, just, just for our community, our small group as a whole. I've watched... Um, people struggle through through cancer and hard things, and our community come around them, or just have bad days. Like we had like a bad month. <laughs> Jenny and I had a bad, just a bad month, and uh, and just so many people in our community reached out and said, "Hey, like, can we make it? Like, can we care for you? How can we love you guys?" Uh, and stuff like that is such a cool reminder to me of not just how cool my community is, but of, of how good my God is, mm. of him providing things in our needs in the midst of the hard and the difficult. Uh, and without community, that's something that, that I would miss. Uh, and the reason that it's so important is I need to be pointed back to him constantly. Uh, and so that's a huge blessing and gift that comes with community. Yeah, and uh, being the hands and feet of Jesus, like that's that can be an abstract kind of thing for people. But I, I really do think that community is that definition. Yeah. Like that's that's the whole point of this. Like the reason why we would be and I think that then when we're tying it to not just a a baseball team, not just a group of friends that goes and hangs out, like sure that's community and there's elements to it, but is that really what God is asking us to be in? Right. And is that any part of the intentional design? Because it definitely can be uh uplifting. It can be f- fulfilling in certain ways fun for sure yeah definitely fun but it's it's one of those things where is that the only design is that Mm -hmm. the only limited design because on the other side of it i'm sure that again in that acts two, acts four kind of community that's described i'm sure all those other things were happening on top of oh yeah the kingdom purpose being fulfilled and if anything there could probably be a justification to say that it was even more fulfilling because of who was powering it and what was being served along the way. Sure. And uh, to me, that's where I go. Like, you know, when we're asking the question, like, man, why, why do I have to do this? Why should I do this? Why would I ever want to just go hang out at a bunch of strangers house that I have no clue of? Like they could be super weird. They could be Jesus freaks. They could, you know, only want to pray. Like, and they don't even say any real words anymore. They just pray the whole time. Like, Love it. number one, go to find out if that's true. And if they do, what an incredible, that's amazing. Sounds kind of awesome. It sounds pretty crazy to me, like in the sense of, I, that's incredible. But I think the big thing is, is we are clearly seeing over and over and over that whether it's statistics or studies, and, and I, you know, I'm not even going to begin to jump into that stuff because I, I don't have that kind of knowledge, but from 
what's been shared and what's been spoken, like we are a disconnected society. Oh, yeah. Uh, we have the most access, but probably the least connection, it feels like. Mm. And I'm not trying to be that old grumpy man on the lawn, like, put down your TikToks, like that kind of stuff. But at the same time, I do strongly feel that this lack of connection, unfortunately, it's this like vicious cycle that keeps happening. Yeah, I don't feel loved or I don't feel connected. I don't feel like I'm a part. Okay. What have you done to make yourself a part? Well, I thought I'm just supposed to be. No, there's intentionality. Like you sure. have to do something. You need to go and be a part of those first few awkward meetings where you're getting to know someone, where you're getting to learn about people, because then that deep sense of community, like the stuff that you're sharing, Josh, like that's the fruit and the benefit that comes down the road. So that in those times where you felt lonely in the past, you don't have to feel like you don't have to feel lonely anymore. Yeah. Because you not only is Jesus always with you, Outside of that, his earthly representation of the people that are following him are physically with you mm. to walk you through the things that are going on. And so you don't have to walk it alone. You don't have to shoulder these burdens. And I mean, literally, Scripture tells us, like, we're supposed to carry each other's burdens. Yeah, like, we are supposed up. to. Yeah, exactly. And so if that's our design and that's our purpose, then how could we ever think that community is not going to be involved in that? Yeah, and I think I think it's easy. Like, there's a couple different camps that we fall into. There's the like, hey, I don't need anybody else, uh, which is a little more rare, but does does happen. And mm -hmm. then there's the I'm just gonna find it somewhere else, uh, which is what I was talking about before. And, and my tension that I want us to press into is we should not confuse our community with our mission field. Like uh, in Acts eight, Philip is is sent into Samaria. And he has absolutely no confusion about what he's called there to do. He's called to go in there and share the testimony of who God is and to, to raise up a body of believers. The beauty of that is as he goes into his mission field, he starts creating a community. Yeah. Because they see what, what, what Jesus is about. They see Jesus' heart through Philip. And all of a sudden, like that's actually the first time the Holy Spirit even comes into the Samaritans, uh, which was uh, until that point an unreached people group. Mm. And then all of a sudden, boom, they're in this this mighty community uh, that God started through Philip, uh, but that only happens because Philip knows what it's about. Like Philip didn't go there so that he could conform to the ways of Samaria. Like he went there to share the gospel of Jesus. Uh, it doesn't mean that he did everything totally different. I'll bet you he spoke the same language as the Samaritans, right? Like sure. he he met them where they were at. Uh, but at the same time, he wasn't going there to be a part of their team. He was there to invite them into a community that he was ready to start and equipped to start. Uh, and that looks different. Yeah. Uh, and if we have it very, like, and so often we get it so confused on which, like, what our community is and what our mission field is. Right. And when we don't have a clear picture, often we can just live in that mission field. No. And live in that default, to, like versus design, like right, the default of the current of the world, where I'm getting pulled into, uh, and that's where we get um, believers who are going through the motions and lukewarm and just kind of existing in the climate of this world, versus going into this world with the intention of like, hey, I want you to meet the climate of God, like I want you to meet like His kingdom, I want you to to be a part of this community and invite right. them in. That's one of the big challenges, uh, Chad, with student ministry sure. is because it's one of the few ministries that are just natural sending ministries. Like 
12th grade, we're sending you somewhere. <laughs> you like, are going gone. somewhere. That's right. And so uh, and many of our students go away to college or go into the workplace. And so when that happens, I my, my prayer and my hope and my responsibility is to, to help them to be equipped so when that time comes that they can be community builders versus just they're just going to go into whatever is already existing where they go. Uh, and that's that's really the easy route that we tend to go to, though, is like, hey, whatever exists based on what I like and I enjoy, that's where I'm going to go. Uh, and the tension is like, sure, you can go there, but that's your mission field. That's never that, that wasn't meant to be our community right. unless it is transformed by God. Uh, and even then, like Philip had a home hub that he right. could have gone back go, yeah. to. He, he went and, and even like Peter came to him, Peter from the hub where where Philip actually came from. Peter goes to him when he finds out what's happening in Samaria. And so he still has that community. Um, as he is building a community, he has a community that he can lean back on. And I think that's a really crucial point because, um, and there's another there's another piece that I want to talk about because I think you made a, a great point with it. But even in that, like, don't feel selfish. Like, needing like if you're on the other side of it because we talked about the people that like don't need community which i think there's an element to that that i really want to talk about but the other people that do need community don't like don't feel guilty Mm. like now there's obviously there's other elements that go that are more extreme examples like codependency all that kind of stuff and we're not we're not talking about that but uh, yeah but stay tuned that's right baby that's right um but in that, like, there is an element, like, yeah, we do need community. And in that instance, I can only, I can only guess that in those situations, like, Philip being able to go back to his hub, Philip being able to be lifted up and be encouraged by people yeah. that have walked through the same kinds of things. And that really becomes the difference between a mission field and community because the mission field, they don't have, they wouldn't always have the full context. They don't know what it takes. They're experiencing these things for the first time. Right. Whereas other people that are in the same life positions or that are in the same, uh, you know, just walks with you uh, and they've experienced you, they do have that deep relationship with you, uh, building that community, they can care for you more specifically because mm-hmm. at the core of it, they know who you are That's right. and they know who you're trying to be and they can keep you on that path. That's what a community can do versus the mission field because sometimes the mission field is just seeking out what you're providing, which is not necessarily a bad thing because that's a little bit of the exchange, right? That's a little bit of what we've all agreed to, but that's where that's a huge difference in community Mm -hmm. because then coming back to community and saying, Hey, look, like I I need to be lifted up in this moment. I need to be encouraged because this went terrible or I just need to recharge because it went super well, but I'm exhausted. And this is a time for me to recharge. And then for others, as we're in community, recognizing the needs of our people in the community because it's not just physical needs. It's not just financial needs. Like it's emotional needs. Oh, it's, yeah. it's all of those different kinds of things. And are we helping to provide, to lift people up, to encourage them, to be able to bear things with them as they take on, because they're walking back into their own individual situations to really shoulder it all. Hmm. But do they know that the weight of this is not fully dependent on their shoulders, but their community is helping to lift that stuff up with them? And I, I think that's big. Um, the only other thing I was going to say, and, and you said it, like, for those that are saying, like, hey, I don't need community, hmm. you know, I'd push back a little bit. Yeah. Um, 
because I know I'll, I'll speak in my situation. Cool. Um, something that, and yeah, something that's just come up for me recently, uh, an understanding, uh, and just kind of an un- unlocking, uh, and, you know, I guess it's like, Hey, full reality time, but like, you know, I've been, I've been walking through counseling. That's mm-hmm. something that I have not said to a lot of people. Um, but I've been walking through counseling since mid December. And one of the things that has come up is this idea and this understanding of like, there's a really critical moment, uh, when, when I was becoming an adult. So literally in like 18, 19, I lost my dad. And in that moment, like I had to like immediately man up. No one was yelling at me like, Hey man up. But the world and the situation was going, you got to kind of figure your stuff out. Like it has to happen. Uh, because if not, you could, you know, you could not have a place to live. You could not have food. You could not have like all those things were very, very real in those moments. And so what ended up happening was I put, I put like a big stake in the ground. I said, I will not be duped. I will not have someone try and get something over on me. I will not be, you know, swindled. I will not be, you know, all that stuff. Like, so I drew this line in the sand and I am noticing the after effects even now, like literally 17 years later, I am still like, I am having to undo some of the things that came from that of understanding that like, especially if I'm going to live out what Jesus has called me to live, then I have to, I have to like, put these walls down that I've put up to protect myself or to, to keep myself from experiencing those things. Um, and there definitely were times where it was like, no, I don't, I don't need to get close to anybody. I can get just this close enough. Sure. And that's good enough. It's safe. That's right. That's safe. And that's okay. That's all you get. And we're good. Uh, this is real. It's not all real. It's not the full real. Cause I'm also like, I don't know if you can handle full real Chad, but like, I've had to kind of come to terms with that. And honestly, like literally I've been processing this over the past, like literally the sure. last couple of weeks, like this is a new thing, this revelation of understanding. Oh, okay. Yeah. That's so then how does it like for me, I'm going, Oh man, that doesn't, that doesn't work super well in the context of community. The good news is, is that like there's people because of the community that I have that accept that and they understand where I'm coming from in it. But because because uh, they love me enough, they don't let me stay there. Sure. So, yeah, I think that brings up a, a good point. Just a, and not specific to you, but a really good question. I think for every, everybody listening or watching, is like, hey, where where in the scheme of community are you? Mm-hmm. Uh, right? Because like like even if if we view it as a herd. Wait a minute, a scheme. No that's schemes. Right. Yeah, don't you right. get over no, on me. Scheming. Yeah, that's ah, right. No. It's coming. Okay. No. There's a bear behind you. Nah, you love bears. I love bears. Um, no, in, in the scheme, uh, the grand scheme of things, uh, I- if we are a herd, let's view sure. community as a herd, um, who do the predators get? They get the sickly, lowly ones that are off to the side. The ones on the outside, right? Yep. The ones that are unprotected, unguarded by the herd, that are just on the sidelines. Ripe um, just, for the pickings. That's right. And and so here's the tension that, that I would challenge people to, because so often like I even hear like, hey, I went to small group. It just wasn't for me. It's like, all right, cool. Like, how how long did you go? Oh, I went once. <laughs> oh, well, you don't know anybody. Like, they don't know you. Like, you yeah. you haven't actually given it a shot. It's like my daughter when she tries like new food, which <laughs> she does not enjoy sure. doing. 
um, she just tries to lick it. And I'm like, no, that's not how food works. Like, that's not, I mean, some foods work not, like that. Mostly not, though. What? The majority of food you need to chew. Sure. Um, and so... Josh Poteet, we we just we just lick small groups. Apparently, is is what I'm getting at. Oh you, boy, you can quote me on that. Nope. Um, the whole point is like, hey, like we got to give it a fair shot. We got to press in. We got to try to get to the middle of the herd uh, to experience like what what God has for us in that. And here's here's the other news flash for you though is community isn't just for you, right? Like like it's it's a place for me to give back to others. Um, it's a place like it's a natural place where one, I hopefully can get recharged and press in and be pointed to Jesus. But at the same time, I've got a responsibility as I am in the middle of that herd uh, mm-hmm. to, to help others. Like uh, here's the other catch is like if I'm in the center of the herd and I start to stumble, guess what? I've got other people right there to help pick me back up. Mm-hmm. Now, the metaphor breaks down if you, you talk about getting trampled. We're not going to talk about that. Um, no, I can't live that again. <laughs> Mufasa, <laughs> no. Scar. Remember who you are. Love it. We just quoted like three different parts of the same movie, yeah. and it works perfect. Whole point of it is, like, if we don't give it a fair shot, if we don't like really try the food in the way that it was meant to be tried, um, our opinion on it is incredibly biased based off of our own experiences, and, and God has for us in community something where we can experience intimacy with people, right? Fully known, fully accepted, without fear of rejection. Uh, and that is a process, like to have that kind of trust and community where mm-hmm. you're able to share those things. And each of us have like little, like almost like fake vulnerable things that we can share. And it's sure. like, hey, like now you know me, but then we've got the really vulnerable stuff. Where oh, we're like, yeah. hey, I don't want anybody to know that. Mm-hmm. Um, and that's what community is meant to come around us with and be able to say, hey, like, oh, you struggle with that sin. Dude, that's tough. Like, that's hard. I used to struggle with that. Like, I'd love to be able to walk beside you and keep you accountable. We hate that. But community is actually designed to do that right. in a healthy, godly way so that we can stop stumbling and and help others who are stumbling to say, hey, let's remove that stumbling block that's in front of you. Let's hold you up. Let's bear you up in community so we can do this life thing together. Yeah. Yeah. And I think, uh, you know, along those lines, there's another piece to this. Like, look inward. Like you cannot just go, you know, I tried it, you know, I, I licked the tree of the broccoli and I, I just, small groups is not for me or communities not. For those of you that like go and try to lick your small group, please don't do please this. Please don't do that. This like is not, we didn't actually recommend no. that. That's not advised. But an ice cream social at a small group, a hundred percent. Saying lick the ice cream. Yes. The, the ice cream. Just, yes. <laughs> I'm saying lick the, yes. So, the, uh, but what I'm saying is, is that like, uh, if we're if we're being real honest about it, I think that that's the that does become the ultimate kicker. Because even in my own example, I had to get over myself. Hmm. That's who I had to get over. It wasn't that it, community wasn't for me, or that this doesn't work, or that it's not right, or any of those other things. The explanation was I had a roadblock, I had a stumbling block that had been set up that nobody around me had had anything to do with. Sure. I was the only person that needed to like I had to I have to continue to get over that. I have to heal from that. And community actually is going to help that. Yeah. But what I'm saying is is that from a standpoint of small group like that going, man, you know, it's just not for me. I can't work it out. Yeah, I don't remember have time. Yeah, I don't have time. Any of those things, you're gonna make time. Like well, you'll choose to make time or not. We we've talked about that mm-hmm. with everything else. It, it it really does boil down to those things. But do you have the maturity to look 
into yourself and go, wait a minute, this is a me thing as opposed to the people around me thing. And if you don't, guess what you need? Community. You need other people to be able because to point. they're going to help walk that out. Yeah, exactly. exactly. And, and the community that you find, the benefit is, uh, obviously, there's a multitude but there's also the opportunity to find someone that you do click with, that you do begin to build like quick relationship with. And that could even be a person that would be able to disciple you or that you could disciple. Come on. And you rob God of any opportunity to be able to make that happen if you're unwilling to be obedient in your part to reach out and be a part of community. I mean, it's just, that's it. No, I, I love that. Like, because again, back to the call of discipleship, where do we figure out who we disciple? It's in community, in, community, in right? relationship. Like, like yep. the majority of people that you disciple or that I have discipled are in my community center, whether right. it be my small group or a team that I serve on. Yep. Like they're a part of of the, the body of believers that I press into and mm-hmm. that I get fed from and that I also get to feed. Like that's something that, that we are called to do. But if we are not in those communities, we're, we're inhibiting our ability to press into the call that God's given us as a disciple maker. Um, and th- w- what I'm not saying is I'm not saying only community. So I'm right. not saying like, hey, you need to do that so you get into discipling relationships and that's it. That's your hub. That's where you live. You go nowhere else. We still do have a mission field. Um, the catch is when I am living in, out of the community that, that God has called me to, one, going to my, my mission field, I'm never going with an empty bucket. Right. Uh, and the other piece is uh, oftentimes I'm not going alone. Yeah, I even think about um, like I love surprise, Chad. I love disc golf. Like that's something that um, it's it's a game, not a sport. It's not, um, but it's a game that I love. Mm-hmm. Like I really do enjoy it. Uh, and what I've done is I've actually invited people from my community to to take part in that. I like I'm often going with students and even other pastors uh, to play disc golf. Uh, and the reason isn't just for our community. It's because that is a a a group of people that that largely don't know Jesus. Mm-hmm. And it's an opportunity for me to, to help share the gospel and to have those conversations and to press in and to love them well. Um, and that has been incredible to get to engage in that community. Well, that mission field, they have sure. a community, not sure. mine, uh, that mission field, uh, and it, but still get to go back to my central hub and be fed and recharge and poured into so that I can continue living out that mission that God's given me. Yeah, um, it's one of the reasons that I love it is because that's an environment for me. When I moved here, Chad, uh, and you know this because you were part of the crew that hired me. Um, but when I moved here, it's my fault. Uh, it is. Um, I was like my whole center of of my world was the church. Sure. Uh, and not not by my own fault. Like we literally moved. From no, that's Florida. who you knew. We only knew people from the church, and so one of my convictions was like, "Hey, I have to find ways to to reach the lost. Yeah. Like I have to be intentional with that." Um, and that was a real big, like, that was a huge challenge for me in my, my first two years. Sure. Um, but that didn't change my need for community. My, my need for community had been met and was being met, met and is being met. Um, the catch is I also had a responsibility to use that community to reach the lost. Um, and that's the challenge. It's not one or the other. It's that community is going to drive us into our mission field effectively. Yeah. Well, and I think that that's also, you know, when we look at the corporate community, too, and we look at the corporate community of Sunday, there's a piece to that too. And honestly, like the way that my brain has shifted over the years because of my understanding of uh, not only just building relationship, but building relational discipleship. Um, 
into who I am as opposed to just something that's done or something that's expected. Like, I feel like Sundays become where all of the community gets to get together and we get to celebrate um, and like all the wins that we've had in worship. And then we get to hear this collective message to rally the troops, so to speak, to be ready to be sent out for the next week. But there's an element to it where do we understand the role of corporate community as well? And it's a great place for us to encourage and lift up in the moment. But I would also say recognizing its, its place and recognizing that it's not this deep level of intimacy. So if you're out there saying, oh, well, I go to church every week, I've got plenty of community. Hang on, because right. there's not deep engagement. You can definitely have people that you're aware of or that you know, uh, even friends. But what, where's the intentionality? And if Sunday's the only day, like that's that's not, not what enough. we're talking that's about. Not it's not yeah. enough. No, look at Acts two forty six. Right, they were getting in each other's homes daily. Yeah, right. Like it's a it, that's that kind of relationship isn't isn't just like, hey, when I get to it, it's a, no, this is a part of who I am. This right. is a part of like, we make, t- we've said this before, but we make time for what's most important. Um, if community is important, which Jesus has called us to and is important, uh, then I'm going to make time for it um, in the same way that I need to make time for discipleship and for leading and loving my family uh, and for serving. Like, like again, we, we talked about it last week. There is a cost to this discipleship thing. There is mm-hmm. a cost to being a disciple of Jesus um, the win is some of these things don't actually have to feel like a cost, right? Uh, I think community, sometimes it is like, like, oh, sh- yeah, shooting straight. Like, there are some times where with small group, I'm like, man, I just don't want to stay up late tonight. Mm-hmm. Like, I don't, I don't want to go. Um, and then there are other times when it's like, man, like, I cannot wait. Yeah. Uh, and then my roof leaks and I have to actually not go. <laughs> but that's a different story for a different time. The point is, um, as we press into this, there is a, a reality to like this is a blessing to us. Like community is meant to be a blessing for the community um, as we drive towards Jesus. There's also a cost, um, but it's good and it's worth it. Yeah. Yeah. And I think even along those lines, like let's not, let's really be very, very honest in this. There are times where it's like, I, I am going, man, it would be great if we, if we didn't have small group tonight. Sure. There are times where I'm like, man, I, the one of the last things that I feel like doing is diving in, being intentional, being vulnerable, being vulnerable, any of those things. Sure. Like, and and really, it it's typically more indicative of the day that I've had than it is of small group or community itself. Sure. And it's like, sure, I'm gonna be tired. I'm gonna be worn out. Um. But I think the other thing that comes into play for me and is is on the table is like, and it, it really, again, this could just be a me thing, but I go, man, it's better for me to engage in this tonight um, for the sake of everyone involved, myself included, sure. than to put this off and rob somebody else of the opportunity of community. Hmm. And, and that's a big thing for me. I definitely have that as a, you know, from from leading, like that's a big thing for me. Um, and you know, again, Alyssa's a champion. Like she does an incredible job helping to you know lead and and facilitate with me. And 
just incredibly thankful for all the prep and extra work that she does that goes into that. Um, and she recognizes, like, we talk about that. It's like, man, like, because of, because of the position that I'm in, like, I'm asked to lead a lot. Like, sometimes I'm sure. teaching on Sundays, which has been a huge, uh, a huge uh, hurdle for me just in the sense of, man, I don't feel like I'm super great at it. And I feel like I want to be as great as I can be and learn. Um, but it's a new challenge and I love it. And then, you know, like, like leading worship on Sundays, there's always a capacity where I'm asked to be in a position of leadership. And so the, it can feel sometimes like, man, there's just one more thing, Mm -hmm. but I have to go back to what we were talking about earlier. Like this is my community. Hmm. And so, in this, I can I can lead the same way that I lead in these other areas, but I also get to be filled up. Whereas, yeah. you know, in other instances, it, it doesn't work out or shake out that same kind of way. Um, but also, I mean, it's just like, hey, don't like don't feel like you're this outlier if that's where you land. No, or like, it's real. Yeah, it's a hundred percent real. And after you've shuffled like all fourteen of your kids to and from ballet, swim basketball tennis violin juggling and juggling that one kid that had to take juggling it was for his his magic degree it's true not the gathering but his magic degree mm-hmm. and then then oh yeah please go grocery shopping and then oh yeah don't forget like they have to have healthy full organic meals with all of the food groups represented and mm-hmm. sour patch kids i found out is not one of the food groups it's tough. um although there is watermelon so how do we how do we know but we get it. Like there is a busyness and there's a pace to life, but isn't it so much easier to then try and take on that pace of life with others that are shouldering and carrying those burdens with mm-hmm. you? So how do you figure that out? And you have to make the time. Yeah. And I think there's another side to it too, that I, I want to voice, uh, because there are sure there are times where we're, we're dragging. Um, but the heart of community is really meant to be something we're excited about and mm-hmm. get to experience. Now, again, if you haven't given it a fair try, then I would say that you don't know. How can um, you get excited? Right. You can't. Um, so for me, uh, just a, a quick, easy example. Um, a month ago, Jenny and I, on a Tuesday, found out that we're matched for adoption, right? And like that's something that we've been praying about for months and like had been really gearing up towards and was like, it was a roller coaster. <laughs> like it was like, man, we like we'd, we'd say yes, and then we'd hear no back, and it was this whole thing. Uh, and so we got the yes on Tuesday. We had small group that night, and so we're literally we're talking, and like literally we got the yes at like six p.m. Small group is at seven p.m., and we're talking, and we're just like, hey, we have a lot of phone calls to make before seven p.m. because we got to tell our small group, and we were just so excited uh, to get to share that with the people that we loved, and even like getting to pull you and Alyssa aside earlier because we're like, hold on, there are people, so we got to <laughs> let them know before, and like. And then getting to share it with all our other people, right, sure. uh, that are a part of our group and just getting to celebrate with them, like the people who have been praying side by side with us through this entire process and and seeing the ups and the downs and seeing like in the middle of it, like just us like dealing with health stuff too and like our dog, like we still don't even know what's going on with our dog and like all this other stuff that just like attack after attack. Um, and we had a community who was like, hey, like we're here. Like we're with you, and so when they were with us through the hard, that was a huge blessing. And what they were when they were with us through the celebration, yeah, what a cool blessing that was too. Yeah, it still is, right? Well, and I think, I think each of those things, I think it points back to another piece that we haven't really touched on, but you know, it it does become important. And some people could argue that for themselves that it's not important, but I, I find that hard to believe. 
each of those things, so like what's going on, you know, going on with your dog, hmm. what's going on in your life, health stuff, having to replace things in the house because all of a sudden it's like, you know what, let's put as much water in the house as we possibly can. That's exciting. <laughs> right. But like my poor dog gets I blamed know. every time there's a leak. <laughs> but that's I mean, yeah. Unfortunately in our house with our two dogs, there are no leaks except from the dogs themselves. I would choose that. Yeah. Well, sure. No, I get it. But I I think that what all of that like encompasses for me is another thing that community does is it allows you to be known. Hmm. And like that's good. That's one of the big things that we talk about that um like there is a there's an I don't innate desire in a human being to be known for who they are, uh, whether we connect to that or not, whether we recognize it, whether we call it out, whether we address it. Um, but we, we have this desire to be known and accepted for who we are. Mm. And that's what community presents an opportunity oh, yeah. for. Uh, and, you know, you can stay by yourself, but you're never going to feel known. You can sure. you can you can get with a group of people that talk about one subject or talk about surface level things, but you're not going to be known. Hmm. Uh, and until you dive into a community that's full of intentionality, that's full of vulnerability, that's uh, and then you have the security of knowing that you're all going after this for the sake of the kingdom, not for any personal gain uh, or status or any of those kinds of things, like you can have a confidence in that kind of community to say, I can be known here regardless of what that looks like on this end. And they'll help me to push me in the direction of how God wants me to be known. Hmm. And so I, I think that that's just a really important element that we can't, we can't lose sight of because I honestly would say that that, uh, that's gotta be a huge tension for those that, um, you know, are struggling with identity stuff, that they're struggling for community when it comes to depression or sadness, sure. like this element of a fear of being known. Yeah. Because then it's like, oh, well, they're going to know I'm a bad person, quote unquote, or, yeah. you know, they're going to know that. And it's like community is designed for you to be known, um, not necessarily designed for you to be known and stay right. where you're at. Right. Because Jesus is, I mean, that's the whole thing. He calls you out of the tax booth. Right. right? Like he doesn't expect you or plan for you to to stay where you are no matter where you are no that if that's the case then he would have had nothing to do with discipleship that's right because the whole the whole middle part is being changed by jesus and so like that's the thing and it's always a funny justification to me well you know jesus hung out with prostitutes and and tax collectors and bad people and it's like yeah but did they stay there that's right. not where they stayed and, and if they nothing. did, they didn't stay with Jesus. Exactly, exactly. And so that's where that's where we go. Okay, yeah. There's a there's just a there's a design in this, right? Yep. We go back to that design piece, not default. And so, uh, yeah, I think that that's just another encouragement. And maybe that's scary for people that are listening oh, yeah. to hear, like, oh gosh, somebody's going to really know. And, and it's it, it can be. I mean, I I would say that you know that's something that enters in for me. Um. But at the same time, there's been such a uh, there's such a benefit to it, and there's a there's a freedom in it, which is what Jesus is calling us to as well. Yeah, yeah. I think the tension that a lot of people try to navigate and and really wrestle through is this idea of okay, so if they know, one of two things happen. Uh, option A, uh, they'll judge me, 
which like if you know anything about a body of believers who are caught up in Jesus. Now I'm not saying that this this can't happen with less mature groups or sure. especially groups in the world. Uh, but if they are following Jesus actively and maturing and growing, um, judgment's not really at our part ever. No. Now, accountability is, and so that's the other side of it, where we, we honestly, like, if I like the sin that I'm clinging on to, I don't want you to know that, because I know that if I tell my community, then I'm going to be held accountable for it, and that they're going to check in on it and ask yeah. how, how I'm doing with that. Uh, but I also know that that is the best thing for me and that I'm designed for it. And so if I know that I'm not going to be judged and I'm wrestling through a sin issue, a heart issue, a struggle, like I have a responsibility to bring that to my community and share it. Like I've shared multiple times in small group that I acted like a jerk to my bride. Mm-hmm. Um, and, and like literally uh, there were probably more than one small group where I've asked for her forgiveness in the middle of a small group. Probably not the best avenue to do it, um, but hey, it happened and it looked, look at us now. Um, the point of it is like we have a community where like we don't need to play church. We don't need to dress up and, and show up in a suit and a tie. Like we are as we are, not meant to stay as we are, but like we're, we're going to be honest uh, that we can reveal what's going on in our lives so that we can be held accountable, that we can have people who are going to love us in the middle of it. Uh, because there's also some self-talk that I can get caught into Sure, where I just beat myself up. Like, oh, yeah. I, I hate it when I mess up, especially when like it's a legitimate like I should have gotten this right. Yeah. Um, I hate it and I'll just beat myself up. Oh, yeah. And I've got a community that's gonna come around me and say, Hey, like, yeah, it wasn't great, <laughs> but but we love you. We're still here. We're not giving up on you. Yeah. Um, people who are gonna speak truth over me in the middle of my mess is so important because when I mess up, yo, know, truth is not not my leaning. No. I would much rather just tear myself apart. Um, and I need people who are not not there to rescue me, but there to actually speak truth over me. Of like, hey, d- hey, dude, you're not alone. You're not abandoned. Like you've got you've got the herd, and you're at the center of the herd. We're not going to let you go. Like right. You're, you're we're with you. Um, I need to be reminded of that because quickly I can resort to isolation, um, especially in the middle of my own mess. Well, and it's also like the mistake is not the identifier of fully who you are, and that's where community. Can- Unless I'm saying it. Like if well, it's me to sure. me, yeah. No, and that's where that's where I think like exactly what your point is. Like yeah. community, they've seen your body of work, mm. and they can help. Like you know, hopefully it's it's the one. Like regardless of how authentic it is, I think that's where like there's a confusion in it sometimes. Sure. What I'm saying is specifically, like as a body of work, because, you know, and I'll, I'll use you and I, like I, I have a good understanding I feel of who you are. Mm -hmm. So when there's a mistake that's made, I know that that's not who you are. Sure. That's either a miss. It's a, you know, it's whatever. And and I would hope that the same thing is true on this side for me. Like you have a good understanding of who I am as a person because of community. Come on. And in that, I can give you the benefit of the doubt. Things aren't as impactful, like in, in the sense of like, these pendulum swings of, oh my gosh, he hates me, or oh my gosh, you know, we're best friends, or sure. like those things don't happen as much because of that community. You're not as unsure uh, right. of the people around you. And that helps to model grace, that helps to model mercy, that helps to model like all that stuff. And I, you know, as you were speaking, this kind of like math equation popped up into my head. And I think it's, I think it's huge when we're talking about this element of like judgment in the context of community. Because really, if we're being honest, I would say that like 
judgment is accountability minus relationship. Hmm. Like that's what I feel like is pretty true. And if if you're going to enter into just judging, there's probably a good good guess or a good situation that there's not much relationship there. Sure. And really, if you're trying to hold this person accountable without relationship, it's going to fall flat. Yeah, like you're, it's at, just, you're out of your lane for sure. Exactly. And, and so like you have to build that relational equity. You have to build that up with people, not for the sake of being able to hold them accountable. We're friends so I can fix you. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Hello, project. I mean, but unfortunately, like, you know, and obviously we don't want to walk down this road too far, but like... I mean, there's marriages that start with that precursor. Yep. Like, I feel like this is a project that I can take on, and it's like, yikes. But at the same time, like, that's not what this is designed. That's not what community was designed for, to sure. kind of fix everybody, to make them just like me. We're, we're not going after that. Um, but I think ultimately, you know, we have to understand the importance of community. We have to understand that this is, this is God's design, we talk about this um, very often, like how much is God for a relationship? He's for he's relationship. All in. Yeah, yeah, he's all in. Uh, and he constantly shows that even in his own design, like his own operation of being in relationship with himself amongst the Son and the Holy Spirit. Uh, like we have to understand that's how he's designed it from the beginning. Yep. And so love and care and community is is really his heart. That's that's who he is. And so what bigger desire would he have for his children than for us to engage in that in the way that he set it up and designed? Come on. I love that, man. Well, hey, uh, thank you so much, Podcast 419, for, for tuning in with us. Uh, if you don't have a small group, we have a place for you. Uh, Chad, your address is? No, I'm just kidding. Yeah, please uh, don't. <laughs> No, we do have small groups, though. Uh, we want to be able to plug in. So you can email me at josh at scilifechurch.com or you can email chad at chad at scilifechurch.com. Uh, we want to be able to help you find a place, find a home, find a community so that you can press in, be the disciple maker that God has called you to be, uh, because that is exactly how it was designed. All right, guys, thanks so much for joining us. We'll see you next week. Peace. Hey, guys, thanks so much for tuning in and joining us this week. We hope that you enjoyed this episode of Podcast 419. Hey, if you did, go check out all the other episodes. You can find us on all sorts of social media platforms, Spotify, YouTube, or Apple Podcasts. Like and subscribe. If you have any questions, check out our website, podcast419.com. Hit us up with any questions. We'll see you next time.